Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkan. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi and welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of no criticising. He never used to have a beard. I always wanted him to grow one and it had been a bit long recently and he was complaining that it was messy and he needed to trim it. Anyway, he appeared out of the blue in the middle of the afternoon with a goatee. Goatee. Oh dear. Okay, now look. Oh Oh dear. So how have you been doing, Lauren, with the no criticising? Are you keeping it up? I'm trying. I have had to do quite a lot of kind of lip biting because, <laughs> <laughs> look, my husband was still being quite sick with COVID. So essentially I have been single but you can't. You can't criticise when he's got COVID. No, no, I can't. But, you know. I wanted to. <laughs> well, Listen, not criticising him. It's just that, you know, essentially I've been single parenting for two weeks. So the dog walking, the meals, the online schooling, like everything, I've just had to get on with it in good grace because yeah. there was no point criticising and no complaining. Um, my only complaint was that he was very resistant to resting. So I had to kind of cajole and use our little techniques to encourage yeah. him to rest rather than just say, go and rest, you won't get better. Um, so that then there was you know PMT and I had a couple of days where I was just off the scale teary and emotional Um, so yeah it's it's been sort of a work in progress how how about you oh yeah it's I'm off my game I am. Mm. And I've said this for, I think, what, three weeks on our epilogue shows. Um, I can't, I can't seem to get on top of it. And I assuming that is just a lockdown thing and just being generally frustrated about the state of the world right now, which I guess is appropriate and fair enough. Um, So of course there's been criticisms and I'm not saying I'm proud of myself. I'm not, this is very much a work in progress. I have pulled myself back from the brink at times. Um, probably not quickly enough. Um, but there is a big update. Yes. I feel like I need a drum roll. Come on then. The pots from Adam's Washing Up are now facing the right 
way when he washes up so if you didn't listen to our main show i said one of my criticisms was that adam washes up every night and he puts the pots up the right way up so it doesn't drip out and it's something that's bugged me for many many years and so with our little uh technique the pots are now the way i like them oh my <laughs> is everyone relieved to hear that no i haven't cured covid <laughs> it might be minor but my life is very small these days this, I think, is the improvement uh, slash side effect of the no criticizing. It's just life is easier. Life is just easier the less you criticize and the more sort of constructive and helpful you can be when you need a change or something is going on that isn't right. That, that's yes. what I've discovered. In of this course. Week, I mean, it's so obvious, isn't it? But we don't step outside of ourselves enough to give it the space to actually see that because you're so caught up in the criticism. But of yeah. course. It's made me also look and think about how my kids speak to each other. And, you know, they're three boys and the language they use is, is, is quite critical. But they have this thing where they call each other freak. You're a freak. And I, it, I, it gets me in a bad place. I don't like it. And I've had to really say, you know, you need to think about the words you use and how you talk to each other because that stuff can stick. And I don't yeah. like it. Uh, I, I mean, the things my girls say to each other, their one is, nobody likes you. I mean, what a <gasps> stupid thing to say. <laughs> but it's like a complete default. Nobody likes you. What is, and, then, and then the other one comes and goes, mummy, Daisy just told me that nobody likes me. Is that true? No. Then don't worry about it, you know. So they're cruel, but we're all... We're all stuck at home. We're all driving each other nuts. We really you know, are. This, the, the sociopath that my eight-year-old is, he says to his 14-year-old brother, do you know what your name is, Zach? <laughs> Zach Lonely. Why? <laughs> like, as in, you have no friends. Same, same. I, know what, I know what lonely means. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's why he says it to him. You're listening at home and you were questioning, <laughs> what does lonely mean? It's not a word I've ever heard before. Lauren has explained. <laughs> but that's what he says to him. That's how, like, subversive he is. Yeah, it's awful. You're gonna, she's going to carry that shit with him. That becomes your inner voice, let's face it. I know. I know. It's, let's get on to what good. our listeners had to say okay. because they've got some very strong ideas on what criticising is and isn't. Yeah. Um, so I asked on Instagram, I did my normal poll, um, and the options were, would you say you're someone that criticizes a lot? And, the, and it was um, yes all the time or no, never. Go on, have a guess what you think the percentage was. I would say, I would hope that people are going to be honest. It's got to be like 80% say they criticize a lot. 76%. How good yeah. are you? I mean, you're so bang on with these polls. I've got my, I've got like my real like instinct for the people. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, right, the other 25% that said no, never. They're liars. I, I, like, I appreciate your feedback. I really do. But how honest are you actually being with yourself that you can... In truth, say in the last year with one of the hardest years we've ever had to face in fucking history and you're telling me you haven't put a criticism out there. That's just bollocks. Maybe your followers are like the Dalai Lama and people who are in, living in Buddhist monasteries. I wish the Dalai Lama followed me. He doesn't. <laughs> 
and if, love Instagram. And if that is the case, I think they need to go follow someone else because I am very far removed from a Buddhist <laughs> living in India. At these days, that's for bloody sure. Um, and then we had quite a lot of feedback on, I asked, what do you think the, the impact of criticizing is? So mm. Amy says, my intentions are always good, but not always received that way. It, so it depends on the recipient. And then she asked, is giving feedback the same as criticizing? Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? Because we discussed this on the main show, didn't we? Well, yes, it is, I would say. It's, it's just, I would say, feedback, I would hope, is a more constructive way of just pure, rather than purely criticising. But if you think of the word feedback and the word criticising, yeah. they, they hold very different energies, don't they? Feedback feels supportive, helpful, um, where criticising feels very negative and a bit draining. You could also feedback in a positive way. You yeah, ab- you, yeah, you absolutely yeah. can. So I do think they're different. And I think I if you, it depends, but it depends on how you communicate that, which then goes back into the no complaining thing. It's all about communication mm. and it depends how the other person hears it. Mm. Yeah. So, so that was Amy. Catherine says it creates friction. Panda says people won't like me. My father oh. tells me that. She said her father told her to be less opinionated so that people actually like her. She said, but she likes to address the elephant in the room. So that's quite a message, isn't it? That's a strong message to tell your child. Yeah. 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 Um, And I think that's why women sort of internalize a lot of things, because I think this isn't a belief just from Panda. I think that's a lot of women's beliefs. If I say Mm. what I think, then people won't like me. But you think Mm. so? Mm. Yes. Sure. Kerry says if it's done in an angry way, it can be undermining and the recipient can get defensive. Um, Context is everything. I agree with that, Kerry. Um, Mitchell says it makes him unhappy and it brings his mood down, which it does. Becky says it's demotivating for the other person and the criticizer. Uh, Gabrielle says that it creates a lot of shame. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that criticizing is not good for you. No, unless you're using techniques, good techniques. Favourite thing of the week, our own producer, Blondine, had to give us some constructive criticism. And what did she do? She oh, this used is brilliant. our own podcast, she used the <laughs> advice from the podcast that she is producing and editing to give us our own constructive criticism. I mean, it was like a beautiful Full circle thing, right? That's where, when it comes and bites you in the arse, it's not quite so fun, is it? <laughs> but listen, if we're going to encourage, if we're going to encourage uh, constructive criticism, which we are, which we are all, we are endorsing that. We are endorsing people to stand up and say the word no. So therefore we have to be comfortable when it comes our way, right? Absolutely. So that is our week in Thanks for being in touch. Please keep your messages coming in to tell us your thoughts and experiences on the week's practice and any practices you would like us to try. You can email us at hello at selfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We are taking a short break. See you back here for our wellness news flash. Thank you. 
This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases, thank goodness Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week at Sukarnov. Over at Self-Care Club, wellness road tested, Lauren and Nicole discussed intuitive eating and rebelling against diet culture. Actually, I'm really proud of myself that I did that because it was hard and it was bloody brave to actually stand up and say, you know what, I choose my life, I choose to have quality of life, I choose to be two dress sizes bigger and much fucking happier for it. For even more great content, there's also a brand new episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy, who sat down with Borussia Mönchengladbach's assistant manager, René Marich. He talked through his journey from a football blogger to coaching one of the most exciting football teams in Europe. You always focus on the next game and you focus on every opponent, no matter which competition and uh, the level of the opposition. You always focus on each opposition the same in terms of investment of time and resources. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. So what's going on in the world of wellness this week, Lauren? Well, it's all about cold water immersion therapy, which is mm. it is set to dominate in 2021 with the rise of cold exposure therapy led by Wim Hof. Wim Hof, if you don't know him, is uh, this guy who's been featured on the Goop Lab and he is like the king of cold water. He says it got him over grief, depression, anxiety. He does yoga wow. in the snow. He swims in cold water all the time. He's like the dude. 
Um, (laughs) It's been embraced by performance coaches, recovery specialists all over the world, and we're starting to see this trend become more mainstream. So more and more experts are discussing the benefits of wild swimming, cold exposure, and cold showers. And research is showing that icy dips may help stave off dementia and improve your response to stress. The trend is set to rise this year and make its way to most people's social media feeds and into their daily wellness practice. You know what I find really interesting about this practice Mm. and this wellness news flash is that I Mm. have said to you for the last three weeks, we need to do cold showers in the morning. We need to do a practice of that in the week. And every week you were like, no, I don't want to do that. And now you're bringing it here as a wellness newsflash. So I'm kind of taking the hint that perhaps you're ready for this now. I brought vabbing to the wellness newsflash, but you know, you're not ready for that. (laughs) The wellness newsflash was set up. (laughs) Let's, let's just backtrack for a second. (laughs) She doesn't like it. (laughs) The wellness newsflash was set up because we felt that we couldn't cover the whole world of wellness, but yeah, we wanted to, give nods to certain things that we can't practice Mm. fabbing is Mm. fucking gross we can totally practice that a cold shower is very different to sticking your own scent from down below behind your ear and walking around to try and attract a horny (laughs) 19 year old i'm just saying the two are very different (laughs) i'd still rather do the fabbing than the cold shower do you want to say what vabbing is for the people that haven't heard our wellness news flash on vabbing? Vabbing is um, using your own natural womanly scent to kind of charge your own power. And you use it as perfume and you're supposed to dab it behind your ears and walk around. And apparently you're very attractive to the opposite sex. Yeah. And also it gives you like an inner strength, an inner feeling of... I am woman, hear me roar. Hear me roar. And also smell my special vagina perfume. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I don't know how this turned into vaping again. Are you up for the cold showers in the morning? I think it would be the most brilliant practice. No, I'm not. Even though all my household do it. They do it every morning. It staves off dementia. It proves your response to stress. (laughs) It can help you get over grief. I mean, there's like a lot of studies at how incredible and powerful this practice is. But no, we're not going to do it. Okay. Well, maybe. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe. Maybe. I'll never say no to anything. If you're you're listening to this, within four weeks, I promise you, we will have done this practice. Can can we also go... (laughs) I love it when you do the raspberries. It's so funny. Can we also, um, back to more... Uh, news in the world of wellness I'd like to give a a quick nod to the lovely Duchess of Cambridge who posted on her Instagram page such a gorgeous reminder to all of us parents of what we need right now this year's children's mental health week is all about expressing yourself that's finding creative ways in which to share your thoughts ideas and feelings so whether that's through photography through art through drama through music or poetry it's finding those things that make you feel good about yourself. And whilst this is Children's Mental Health Week, there has never been a more important time to talk about parental wellbeing and mental health too. Last year, you told me just how important this was, but many of us find it hard to prioritise. This is a hugely challenging time for us all, so please look after yourself too. Find those ways in which to share your thoughts and your feelings or find someone to talk to. 
because we really do need to be the very best versions of ourselves for the children in our care. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, and also so true. So true. <laughs> I know. And, and, and the chat I was having with myself in bed last night because I'm really not being the best version of myself <laughs> with my children. But today is a new day. Today is Indeed a new day. Indeed it is. Yeah, so, I, think she, I think she's great. I really like her a lot. I think we all needed to hear that. And she's yeah. had two and a half million views, so a lot of people would probably Good. agree. I hope, they, I hope they take her advice on board. Shall we get on to our book club? Let's do it. It's the book club. Every week in Friday's epilogue show, we're going to be discussing our book recommendation of the month. And this month, it's February. We're all about the love. And we are reading David Hamilton's I Heart Me. So how are you getting on with the book, Nicole? Uh, I really, I'm really enjoying it. He's, I'm listening to it. You're reading it. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love his voice. He's very gentle. I feel, I said this last time, I feel very safe in his hands. Um, and also because we're practicing self-love next week, it's a lovely intro into the week ahead. Um, and I think he's just got a very, uh, approachable way of talking about something that can be deemed a little bit cheesy and a bit irritating. Um, There was one thing that he said that's really stuck out to me. Can I read it out? Please. It says, the consequence of not wanting to be too big for your boots can be a lifetime of staying small and apologetic. Mm. And that just really spoke to me because I think a lot of people don't want to show up in a certain way um, because they don't want to put other people, make other people feel uncomfortable. Some people would think they're big-headed, but actually there is so much impact on that and negatively on who you are as a person so that really stood out to me how are you getting on with the book I'm really enjoying it I find it so interesting that you and I tend to hold on to the things that resonate maybe with our what we do in our in our jobs so for me it's always the bit about raising baby you know babies and parenting that kind of cries out to me and um he actually has a whole chapter about how we speak to our children and what that does to them and telling them they are enough and how important that is. Um, And there was a a lovely bit that he wrote saying, um, quite simply, children take on board whatever adults tell them. If the words and actions of adults convey to them that they are not enough, they'll know they are not enough. If the words and actions of the adults show, show them they are enough, they'll know that instead. How beautiful. And (laughs) <laughs> it is you know how we parent becomes their inner voice yeah and we have so to be very mindful of that so fundamental but we're going to talk a lot about all of that really on on next week's show we are so let's talk about what you are doing for your own self-care this week nicole let me know what's happening in your world Oh, I have upped my self-care to like an all-time high. It's basically becoming my full-time job. Well, it is Um, your full-time job. Well, it is, but, you know, I really need it. I've noticed that very small acts of kindness mean so very much to me. Yes. Um, My aunt popped around a chocolate mousse to my house because I mixed up a colour for her for her hair. And the fact that she just made me this chocolate mousse, I almost wanted a week. I mean, it was almost oh, embarrassing so sweet. Uh, because it just, it was so lovely of her and it was so thoughtful and, and it was, and I love her chocolate mousse and she knows I love her chocolate mousse. And it reminded me of a time that, you know, when we're all together and it was just lovely. Um, I've been watching Queer Eye, which you got me onto. 
think that's fantastic. So it's the best show. it's so uplifting and it's so yeah. happy and I've loved that. Um, I've gone back to my puzzles. Do not take the piss. I didn't know whether to puzzle mention this club, or not. Puzzle club. <laughs> Nicole's gone back to puzzle club. <laughs> oh, God. How long have you been sitting on that song? I literally just made it up just this second. <laughs> Well, fuck you. I have gone back to Puzzle Club. And I, I, and I am loud and proud. I, woman, hear me roar, let me tell you. Because sitting there doing a puzzle, it calms me. I'm going to find some fucking scientific proof that doing a puzzle is good for your well-being. And I'm sticking two fingers. I do jigsaws. <laughs> hear me roar. So that's what I've been doing for my self-care. Okay, I've obviously been good. walking a lot. You know, the usual. Oh, and the big news is. The big news, yeah. bigger than the yeah. pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cut sugar out of my diet. And oh. because I just don't think well, it's why did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> because my anxiety is very um, high. I'm very, I feel very overwhelmed a lot of the time. And it's not like me. And I just need to clean my diet up because that's, it wasn't serving me sitting there eating loads of chocolate and then getting a headache. And I just, I, the, the sugar had to hmm. go. Is it helping? Hmm. Do I feel better? Not yet. But I will let you know on that hmm. next week. Now. There's one other thing. Someone sent me something. Yes. It was actually my dad. Um, and it said, walking is the best exercise. Walk away from arguments that lead you to nowhere but anger. Walk away from people who deliberately put you down. Walk away from any thought that reduces your worth. Walk away from failures and fears that stifle your dreams. Walk away from people who do not care for you and who are opportunistic. Walk, the more you walk away from things that poison your soul, the happier your life will be. Give yourself a walk towards love, peace, kindness, and goodness. And may God help us daily to walk in the right direction. <gasps> Tony! Isn't well, that Nicole? <laughs> I just feel like if you end up going to some puzzle conference for two weeks, <laughs> I know who to replace you with. <laughs> a, a puzzle conference. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, think that... Me and Tony could do a great job on this show. Like, really don't take the piss, but that actually sounds like heaven right about now. <laughs> I'm getting oh, scientific. I'm getting scientific research for the puzzles. Bring it. And, bring and it. Bring it next week. I want, please email in if you know any scientific proof that puzzles are good for your well-being. Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk so we can all shove two fingers up to Laura Mishkon. Now, what have you been doing for your self-care, Laura Mishkon? I have been watching Lupin on Netflix. It is the most downloaded show ever on Netflix. I think it's had something like 70 million views. Isn't he lovely? He's lovely. He's French. It's subtitled. Get over it. I love a subtitle. In fact, it stops me double screening. You know, you cannot scroll Instagram and watch subtitles. So I'm fully, fully immersed in the gentleman the gentleman robber and it's great well, he's, only he's also very easy on the eye so i can see why you're immersed he's the french idris elba so loving that um also have been listening in preparation for next week's show to the 10 Percent happier podcast especially the episode featuring karamo from queer eye it's fabulous and another podcast called the apology line have you heard about this no, no. <gasps> oh, oh Nicole. yes hold on i read about it the other day okay. yes so for the listeners if you could call a number and say you're sorry and nobody would ever know 
what would you apologize for? For 15 years, you could call a number in Manhattan and do just that. So this is a podcast all about that line and the man at the other end of the line who was called Mr. Apology, who was an 80s artist, conceptual artist, who basically became completely consumed by his own creation. And people rang the apology line to talk about infidelity, shoplifting, murder. Oh my and God. he I know. And he realized he couldn't just listen. He had to do something. Um, and so it's a podcast about obsession and empathy. And it's narrated by his wife, who is the only person who knew who he actually was. Ooh. I'm going to really check that out. Thank you. It's called The Apology Line. The, the Apology Line. Um, I've also been going back to my cookbooks. I have such a huge library of cookbooks and I always cook from my imagination. So I thought, no, I'm going to like go back to them and spend some time sitting on my kitchen sofa reading them. And that's been amazing for myself. Oh, I love how it. nice. I love that. And see, can I, pause. What? Just see, I don't take the piss out of you sitting down on your couch with your cookbooks because I support you and I encourage you to look after your self-care. I'm just saying we both approach it differently with one another. Listen, can I tell you a secret, Nicole? <laughs> on my living room table, the room that no one ever goes into because I have no guests coming over, there is currently a 500-piece Jaws puzzle. Okay, so I'm in the puzzle club. I'm just not out. I'm just not out the closet, but I'm in the club. <laughs> oh, I see. It's your own insecurity that you're throwing in my direction. That's exactly right. Got it. Got it. So what have we got going on on next week's show, Nicole? Oh, you're going to love this. Well, we've mentioned it briefly. We are practicing self-love on behalf of Valentine's Day because the most important relationship you're ever going to have is with yourself. And therefore, we need to cultivate and nurture a positive relationship with ourselves. And that's what we're going to be practicing all week. How do you feel about that, Lauren? Um, extremely uncomfortable. You're going to be high-fiving yourself in the mirror. You're going to be telling yourself how wonderful you are. And you're going to love it. Oy vey. <laughs> I think that's our first oy vey on the show. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. If you like what we do here and you want to be part of the club, please come and follow us on our social channels at Self Care Club Pod. And please, if you fancy, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that really does help us out and helps us to keep growing. If you end up trying any of the practices or there's a practice that you would like us to try or you just want to come and say hi, send us an email, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk and you might even end up on the show. See you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. Kind.